Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Take Point on Retirement with your host, Eric Arnett. Eric is a fiduciary and licensed financial advisor who always places your needs first. The experienced team at TakePoint Wealth Management takes pride in knowing they've helped so many pursue the financial future of their dreams, and they can help you too. And now, let's start the show. Here's Eric Arnett. Welcome, everybody, to Take Point on Retirement Radio. So glad you're with us today. Welcome to the show. My name is Eric Arnett. I am the lead advisor and owner of Take Point Wealth Management. I think we have a great show for you today. Uh, lots of information, probably too much information. I don't even know if we're going to get through it all, but we've got some great guys with us on the guys also with us on the show today. We've got Mr. Randy Woodruff from Suncoast CPA Group. He is a CPA here in the Nature Coast area and, and has been practicing tax for Quite a while. It's somewhere maybe close to thirty years, I believe. Not when you shy of thirty years. I don't want to. I don't want to date you, Randy. But please don't. You have a hat on, so I can't see all that gray hair. There's a lot. Uh, no. So we got a special guest today, Randy Woodruff, Suncoast CPA Group. We're going to talk about some, you know, some taxes and tax situations and how that impacts your retirement. We just want to say thank you to all our listeners up and down the Nature Coast and all the way down the Gulf Coast, really, Point to Gorda. Sarasota, Tampa. We're so glad you're listening and make us the number one financial talk show in the Gulf Coast, Nature Coast area. We greatly appreciate all our listeners. Uh, if you missed today's show or you got to jump up and do something, you can always catch our podcast on Take Point on Retirement Radio. That's our podcast website. You can also just go to any one of your favorite podcast apps, whether it be iTunes or Spotify or whatever app you use. We're also on there. You can just type in Take Point on Retirement and you can get all our past episodes. We also broadcast on our own YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube and type in Take Point on Retirement and Take Point Wealth, we'll be up there. You can catch past shows there. But uh, don't hesitate to call us if, if something you know concerns you today or something doesn't make sense or you have some questions. That's why we have this show and we love, love hearing from our listeners. So take some notes, get your pen and paper out today. Hopefully we've got some good information for you. And well, we're really working hard to educate our retirement warriors. If you're in that retirement red zone, that 55 to 70 age category, this show is for you. And we've, you know, we've got plenty to talk about today. We were talking prior to the show and, and uh, we were, we were kind of getting, bummed out. So we had to stop because we were going through all kinds of information that uh, we need to share with our listeners. A lot of concerning stuff out there about the future of the economy, the future of, uh, you know, retirees, health in general, and their financial health. You know, we've got, uh, you know, some big concerns there, but we don't want it to be a total show just about doom and gloom. We've got some solutions for you. And we do have a team here waiting to help you to navigate that course. Today's today's show and mantra is really going to be about, it's really not too late. Whether you're going to be able to retire or not retire, or you're going to work to your 70 or 75 or 
50 or 65, whatever it may be, it's never too late to get a plan going. And that's why we're here today. And if you call in off the show, we're going to give you a complete free retirement and financial plan free for you over a $1,500 value by being a, a listener and a radio show caller. And with that being said, I just want to say good morning, Mr. Randy Woodruff. And Sam, I think you're on the line as well. Happy to be here, guys. We've got a great show planned. Eric, I see behind you because we do this show on YouTube as well. So we've got video. I see behind you, you've got a new whiteboard. You've got some things that you're currently thinking about when you're meeting with clients and when you're working in your practice. It says state plan, Roth conversion, Medicare, and active investing. Those are some great topics. We're going to get into some of those today. And happy to have a tax expert like Randy Woodruff on the show. Anybody who can do taxes for 30 years must be pretty passionate about it, must know what they're doing. Passionate or crazy? Well, I'm not sure which one it is, but uh, I wonder sometimes. No, kidding aside, thank you for that. And yeah, we've been, our firm's been around since 1974. My my parents started the firm back then, so almost 50 years. And uh, I, I came, came back from college in 94 and been doing it ever since. And I really enjoy doing taxes. It's yeah, you know, one thing that, you know, it's taxes are always changing and, and keeping up with everything makes it a, a, I want to say a challenging profession in a bad way. It makes it fun because things are always changing. You have to keep learning new things and stay on top of things. So it's never, never stagnant, but um, that's, that's why I enjoy it. Well, Randy, one of the, you know, the things that we've talked about on the show all the time and, you know, some of what of our concerns are, and then of course, Sam, you just pointed out you know, the board behind me, I, I put those things up on the board behind me for a constant reminder to my clients, as well as to, to me and my, for me and my team, what we need to focus on, what is truly impactful for retirees and those, re, you know, planning for retirement. And one of the things that we talk about, Randy, all the time is, you know, rising healthcare costs, rising taxes, potentially rising risk. You know, these are the silent killers that really eat alive at those retirement dollars and that, and that cash flow, uh, you know, and, and some, you know, inflation over the last couple of years has been out of control. And therefore, you know, our government hasn't come right out and just started raising taxes because it's probably not the best time to do it. However, with a you know, $35 trillion debt, probably fastly approaching $40 trillion, which is a debt that I'm assuming that this number we're never, ever going to be able to pay off. Uh, and there's some reports now also uh, that we actually this year will be the first time in 80 some odd years we won't even be able to make our obligations. Uh, Moody's, uh, uh, or, yeah, Moody's just downgraded the U.S. Uh, from AAA to AA. And so it seems to me that a lot of this stuff is starting to finally, you know, kind of show its ugly head. It's been, the can's been kicked down the road and, you know, the politicians, our leaders up in Washington have done nothing to help us, uh, but spend. And so, you know, this is obviously a big concern for our retirees. I, I know that the cost of their living's going up. I see it every day in my practice. I see people. Uh, telling me that, hey, you know, I'm probably going to have to go back to work. I've seen that for the first time. I've seen for the first time people just tell me flat out that retirement isn't attainable for them anymore and they're going to work until they die. So there's been quite a change 
you know, in the last few years and people's attitudes and people's concerns and projections. But we're here to tell you, folks, it's it's not too late. I don't care how old you are. It's but it's about getting involved and getting active and getting a plan. And, and let's you know whether you're going to be able to retire or not. We can still put you in a better position for your future. And it's it's about you know getting a team to surround you that does this day in and day out and has true strategies and ideas to help implement to optimize things and just make things better for you. So, uh, but with that being said, that's why we partner and we have Randy on the show today. You know, we've been talking this for about this for a long time with this type of deficit and with the out of control spending up on Washington, the, the Bidenomics, they call it, uh, you know, <laughs> they're going to have to do one, one of two things. They're going to either have to cut spending, which they're truly shown that they're not going to do. And that's probably something that is just laughable. Or they're going to have to increase taxes. And so, of course, of course, that's probably, you know, going to be the number one choice is going to have to increase taxes. And, you know, our baby boomers, those folks that are retiring, the, the folks that actually did save, if you're a baby boomer out there, congratulations. Most of you actually did save and, and, and put some money away in your 401ks and your IRAs. And I congratulate you on that. However, the government's licking their chops knowing that all that savings that you put into your 401k, that they're going to get you know, 20, 30, maybe 40% of it. So you do have a partner, and when you start taking that money out, it's going to get taxed and potentially at some very high tax rates in the future. We know that the Trump tax cuts do sunset here in, I believe, 2026. So, uh, you know, we've got a couple years there, and so we go back to the old tax rates that we had prior to Trump during the Obama years and, you know, the current administration. And I know there's, you know, you, you've got uh, typically when the Democrats are in control, they want to raise taxes. Typically when Republicans are in control, they try to lower taxes. But um, so for sure, if we have a majority that leans Democrat, Democratic, you know, the, the tone up there and the rhetoric up there has been increase taxes. So I think that it's inevitable and for sure, you know, that's going to be, have a major impact. Later on in the show, we want to talk about health care and those rising costs and how astronomical those things are. I don't see that slowing down at all. So even if you're going to retire or not retire, you've got to start putting some strategies in place to help save for all these increases in spec and, and, and expenses and all these increases in taxes. So it's going to be more more costly to live in the future, much more costly than it even is now. I, I know that's probably hard to fathom and understand, but with the inflation, uh, which, you know, the rising interest rates, I don't see that coming to an end anytime soon. But Randy, you know, what are some of the things that you could offer us or, or some of the things that, you know, you see in your practice and some of the challenges that you see with your clients and your and your retirees with the tax increases and the, and the potential tax rates that are coming, and some strategies, maybe some things that you see that could help our help folks out, maybe cut some costs or get a little bit more tax efficient. Absolutely. Before I answer that, I just want to uh, you mentioned inflation, and um, you know one of the things that 
I think I've been talking to my clients about is, you know, inflation typically, it, I'm not saying it has never reversed, you know, but typically once prices go up, they have a hard time coming down and they typically never go down as much as they went up. So um, as much as we're all feeling the, the, the pinch in our budgets, you know, there may be some things that go up or go down, but overall, you know, um, because if we're printing so much money, you know, the level of inflation we've experienced last you know, couple of years, you know, quite a bit of that's probably here to stay. You know, it's probably not going to go away. You may see home prices come down a little bit. Car prices may drop back a little bit, but, you know, and, and gas may come down if we just started pumping more oil, but I won't get into that. But, um, but you know, overall, I think we're going to see um, a significant, you know, uh, amount of that inflation is here to stay. And as we know, inflation pretty much goes up every year. You know, the Fed's target inflation rate is 2% a year. And, um, you know, they may or may not hit that every year, but that's, so they're planning on things to go up every year. So just keep that in mind, you know, that as you're, as you're, list, as you're planning your budget for the future, that you're probably not going to have a, you know, much in, in relief from inflation going forward. But back to taxes, uh, you know, one of the things that, um, and you're right, Eric, we've talked on this show many, many times that we think tax rates are on sale, uh, whether they be capital gains rates or taxes on ordinary income, definitely feels like it's on sale based on the rates compared to, to historical numbers, especially long-term capital gains. So it's important that, that you know, one of the things we're, that we're talking with our clients about is how much money you need to spend in retirement, but it's also needed to know how much money you actually, your, what your net worth is, you know, so you can plan. And one of the things that I constantly see people forgetting about is taxes. You know, so they may have a, a, a net worth of, let's say $5 million, of that $5 million, how much of it has a lot of, un, I'll say built up gains or untaxed gains. So if you got $5 million of cash, that's a lot different than saying you got $5 million worth of Microsoft stock that you bought back in 1988. You know, you've had a huge increase in your Microsoft stock you haven't paid tax on. So if you got $5 million of cash today, you got $5 million of cash. If you got $5 million of Amazon stock that you bought, you know, 35 years ago, you don't have $5 million. You got $5 million less the taxes on that. That's what so many people are forgetting as they evaluate their net worth, evaluate the amount of money they have to invest and actually ultimately spend in retirement. So it's important to keep that in mind too, that as we talked about tax rates, we think are going to go up. When they're going to go up, we don't know exactly when. We Eric mentioned earlier in the show that the Trump uh, tax cut sunset in 2025. So we know unless Congress acts to keep those tax cuts in place, there will be a tax increase for all Americans. You know, back in 2018, when that tax cut went into place, every single American, doesn't matter whether you're making $10,000 a year or $10 million a year, every single American, every single tax bracket got a cut. So um, again, if those, if, those, if those tax rates don't get, don't get put back in place or extended, uh, we will all see a tax increase going forward. But you know, back to your question, Eric, what are some things that people can do to, to minimize their taxes? And you know, we, we've talked about Roth conversions on this show many, many times, and we think that our clients should look into that. You know, one of the things we want to make sure of is that every client, you know, may not be a Roth candidate, conver Roth conversion candidate today. You know, you may be 59, you may be still working, you may be in your higher income years. You know, if you, if you um, uh, pile on a, a $100,000 Roth conversion, you're making $300,000 a year. That hundred thousand dollar Roth conversion goes right on top of your three hundred. You're up in the twenty four, maybe higher tax bracket at that point. So you have to come out of pocket, you know, for the value of that conversion. So it, 
you know, we think Roth conversions, everybody should be looking at them. Doesn't mean you should do them this tax year, next tax year. We can have a plan, which we always advocate for a plan and, 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 and make sure that you do the Roth conversion at the time that's going to, one, save you the most money in taxes at the time of the conversion, but also be at a time uh, when you, you know, there also may be some limitations based on your age when you start taking that money out also. So keep both those things in mind. Um, you know, uh, required minimum distributions, you know, when you reach a certain age, you have to start taking money out of your, out of your, out of your retirement accounts that you've saved, saved for. And one of the things we see clients getting, I don't want to use the word trapped, but surprised is, okay, they've got, you know, let's say a million dollars sitting in an IRA account or some kind of tax deferred account. Now they have to start pulling money out because they reach a certain age. Well, they may not have been paying tax on their capital gains. Yeah. You know, they may have a, some money in, in, in mutual funds or they've got a portfolio that's, that's being traded and they've got some gains every year, some some short long-term capital gains that because of their income being so low, they've been able to avoid paying capital gains on that. If you're, tax, if you're married filing joint and your taxable income is less than around $84,000, there's no tax on your, on your capital gains. Once your taxable income goes over around $84,000, you begin to pay tax on your capital gains. So again, those required minimum distributions could cause you to have to start paying tax on your capital gains that you haven't had to pay on in the past. Also, depending upon the amount of capital gain income that you have in your por- in your portfolio, it, you know those RMDs could cause you to start paying tax on your Social Security, or it could also in maybe cause cause the government to start charging you charging you more money for your Medicare. So it's important that you that you plan ahead and you you one know of your net worth, how much of your net worth is actually that you already paid tax on, and I think you. I've had some clients over the years that have been, you know, I'm worth this amount of money and I'm going to be okay in retirement. Once we do the tax calculation, they're still going to be okay, but they're not as uh, enthusiastic about, you know, being okay or not as confident because, oh, wow, I just lost, you know, 20% of my net worth to taxes that I didn't really, hadn't really thought about. So it's very important that you make that calculation and, and then be, and, you know, use a realistic, be conservative you want to shoot high that way you I, i'd rather i recommend that clients overestimate what they're going to have to pay in taxes that way they're not overconfident and what we're all fearful for is running out of money so you want to make sure you you're conservative and you make that calculation as to what you're going to be left with after taxes um and you know just real quick on taxes you know we i've had clients that um you know uh, i still get asked this question you know that you know, don't want to pay capital gains tax, or they're worried about the, the um, capital gains taxes. You know, the capital gains taxes right now are the maximum capital gains rate is twenty percent for long term capital gains. The maximum ordinary income tax rate is thirty seven percent. So, yeah, I still get people that said that that you know, are, are that you know just think capital gains rates are super super high. And back at one time, they were they were up in the seventies and eighties, probably, probably back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, the capital gains tax has been around since like 1940, 1941. So it's got about an 80 year history. And right now we are at the second lowest point in history of long-term capital gains in terms of the taxation rate. So um now may be a time to think about taking some, yeah, you know, you've had some you've had some gains that you've um, been sitting on for a long time. You bought some good positions and some, we'll say some good growth stocks or other kinds of stocks that are appreciated well. Um you may now want to want to talk to Eric and I about is it now time to start taking some of those, you know, cashing out some of those positions while the tax rates are so favorable? Because as we've talked on this show many, many times, 
we feel like, and a lot of other, our colleagues around the country feel the same way that tax rates are going to have to go up. And you've heard the expression, you can't get blood out of a turnip. You know, if, if, if somebody's making $40,000 with two kids, they don't have any excess money to pay taxes. If you got somebody retiree making a hundred thousand dollars and no bills, they can definitely raise the tax on long-term capital gains or other, other, um, sources of income to squeeze that money out of folks that have it. So, you know, I see this all the time. Folks, I think, believe that they're set up for retirement more than they really are. And they feel like their wealth is, is much larger than it really is. And I know, you know, like I've got certain people that I know and clients. And even when I talk to folks that call it on the radio show, there's, there's a lack of understanding that yes, you have, um, you know, you have couple million dollars in property but what did you pay for it way back when is it you know it, it, so what's the gains tax going to be is it producing income you know like you're going to need you know you don't it, it's concerning to me if you're if you're land rich but cash poor while you're going into retirement especially all these huge costs that are facing you even health care costs i can't even get into the, it's it's astonishing the costs that are going to be facing you in health um, with healthcare, huge tax costs are coming, you know, so it's, uh, you're, you're, you're really probably not as wealthy as you think you might be. And that's why we always talk about planning here and planning for income, you know, and, and putting a plan together that's going to produce income, uh, you know, having that high net, that net worth number going up looks cool and all, and it might be great for our egos but it's not really doing us a lot of good when it comes to practicality and reality and living in retirement when it's going to cost you a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year just to, just to make it and not be on beanies and weenies in the future. So accumulating property, you know, that's been kind of the hype lately here in Florida because we, we, you know, we had a good real estate market. I see people just trying to accumulate more and more and more and more property. That's going to create headaches too. If you get too out of balance in the future there. We have a great point about real estate. And I wanted to, and I wanted to just bring up something that, that we get this question a lot. And um, we, uh, for people that are in real estate, you you may have heard the term tax free exchange, ten thirty one exchange, tax free sale, or whatever. And um, we're, we we at here at uh, Take Point in Senco CPA Group think that clients should explore those opportunities to do a tax free exchange or a ten thirty one exchange. But keep in mind, as I said earlier. Long-term capital gains rates are the second lowest point they've been in history. So when you do a 1031 exchange, you avoid paying tax on that, on that gain of that piece of real estate today, and you're kicking the can down the road. But when you kick the can down the road, it may be a lot more expensive in the future. So sometimes it's best just to pay the tax today, start with a fresh, clean basis on a new piece of property that you want to buy, and lock in those tax rates. Uh, sorry, lock in those gains at today's tax rates when they're more favorable compared to what they could be in the future. So um, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate of, of looking into 1031s. We've done some 1031s for clients, and um, but it depends on the situation. And I take a look at the net worth of the client, what they need this property for, um, all those kinds of things to determine if it's best for them. And then we do a 10. It's just not just a tax decision. There's also what's your overall net worth? What do you need for the future to uh, live on? And because uh, there is a benefit to holding on the property until you retire or assets to retire, you get a step up in basis. So for certain clients that have a lot of net worth and won't need to liquidate a piece of raw land to, to have cash to uh, live on, I might recommend doing a 1031 
holding it in, until their death. And that way they get that step up in basis when they pass on to the kids. So there's all different things to consider other than just taxes. And today, in, in today's environment, there's the future. And that's why planning is so important. Folks, we've got to go to a break. This is Take Point on Retirement Radio. We're going to be back with some more with Randy Woodruff, our CPA. And also we're going to talk about Generation X facing a harsh retirement reality. Millions have little to nothing saved for their golden years. We'll be right back with Take Point on Retirement Radio. You're listening to Take Point on Retirement. To schedule your free no-obligation consultation, visit TakePointOnRetirement.com. I'm here with Eric Arnett of Take Point Wealth Management. Eric, these last few years have been a time of change for a lot of people. Some have left their old jobs and started new ones. What if they still have a 401k or other retirement plan from their old employer? That's a great question. If that's you, you've got options. A lot of work-based retirement plans come with high fees. We can show you options that are a lot more affordable and don't eat away at your retirement savings and investments. What about if I'm getting close to retirement? Do I still have options? Yes, and this goes for anybody with an employer-based retirement plan. You have more options than you think. Did you know you can roll over some of those funds into an IRA with more favorable investment options and lower fees? I did not know that. Now you do. We can help you navigate it all. Just go to TakePointWealth.com and schedule a free, no obligation consultation with me today. That's right. You heard them, folks. Head on over to TakePointWealth.com today. Sound familiar? I'm Jim Tarabokia with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Millions upon millions of credit card transactions are processed across the U.S. every day. CreditCards.com senior analyst Ted Rossman told CBS News recently, more than a third of U.S. adults are carrying credit card debt. Right now, credit card balances are at records. We're seeing more people carrying debt and we're seeing interest rates at record highs. So I think this just calls to importance the need to pay it off. Furthermore, a recent report from LendingTree.com says that Americans have put themselves in a $986 billion hole of credit card debt. And while Americans don't shy away from trying to score reward-based incentives and take advantage of the perceived positives in a credit card-based system, it does beg the question, is cash still king? Paying for items in cash presents opportunities to reap specific benefits instead of paying credit. Cash payments take away the worry of having to pay credit card fees or interest. And maybe the most significant reason, you own what you purchase rather than owe. While paying in cash offers a different and safer way to manage your money, there's a growing trend in society of various businesses going cashless. However, paying in cash at various restaurants and coffee shops or even the doctor's office could prove financially beneficial for your household balance sheet. Using cash instead of credit, part of our 23 cost cutters for 2023. For the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Jim Taraboki. I'm speaking with Eric Arnett of Take Point Wealth Management. Eric, this topic isn't always the easiest for people to talk about, but it's important, estate and legacy planning. And it's hugely important. Here's the big question. Is your legacy important to you? Well, absolutely. Then the next question should be, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? 
I bet it's not one where your spouse or your kids are going to be shouldering a huge tax burden. Are there strategies to help with that? 100%. A Roth IRA is one example, and we can help you make that part of your plan. Also, if you want your wishes carried out like you want and not like the state wants, give me a call or go to TakePointWealth.com. Eric Arnett with TakePoint Wealth Management. Thanks so much. Thank you. You heard them, folks. Head on over to TakePointWealth.com today. Any bonuses mentioned may be subject to additional restrictions and regulations based on the offering annuity company. You may not receive the bonus if the contract is fully surrendered or if traditional annuitization payments are taken. And if the policy is partially surrendered, it could result in a partial loss of bonuses. Because these are bonus annuities, they may include higher surrender charges, longer surrender charge periods, lower caps, higher spreads, and other restrictions that are not included in similar annuities that don't offer a bonus feature. Welcome back to Take Point on Retirement. Schedule your free financial consultation now at takepointonretirement.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Take Point on Retirement Radio. So glad you're with us today. We're, it's the se- this is actually the second half of the show. I can't believe we already blitzed through the first half. We got Randy Woodruff, our guest today, is CPA with Suncoast CPA Group. So glad to have him here and his insight. We were talking earlier about some of the challenges that face our retirees, even pre-retirees, our Gen Xers, our baby boomers. What, you know, what do you, and we, you, you, were, you were giving some great advice and we we're talking about capital gains taxes and, and we feel as though, you know, now is the time to actually get in and see us. You know, if you have any questions at all, you have any significant assets that might have potentially low cost basis, there's a lot of different things we can do. We have property. Randy's also an expert and realtor when it comes to property sales and commercial property. And he's been a property investor for for a long time. And he 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 knows all the strategies behind that. But you know, we we you know, unfortunately we don't have enough time on the show, but there's so much to get into. There's there are actual strategies, folks, that we can put in place, but we need time to plan for this, right? It's not, you know, we. it's hard when people come to us, right, with a problem that's been developing over the last five, 10 years and they expect an answer, you know. Today, now. Today, now, like, how can you help this? No, it, that, that's, that's, not the, that's not the case. We probably can't help you. So that's why we want you to get in now. If you're 50, 55, if you're listening to this show right now, 60, 65, you, get, you have properties, um, you know, you have, low cost basis stock, whatever it may be. I know it's painful to pay taxes. And, you know, we've been, I know Randy and I, for the last couple of years, we've been trying to take advantage of these tax cuts, the tax breaks that are currently in place with our clients. And they, and, and they, they don't like us when we hit them with capital gains, but, you know, we remind them like, look, you know, this is going to be a much bigger problem in the future if we don't start working on it now. And that's one of my big concerns for our listeners out there right now. I'm sure there's somebody listening out there right now and, and, and might be, you know, facing these same uh, concerns and same issues and problems that they're going to face in the future. And, you know, so there's different things that we can do to help you combat that tax currently and in the future. Roth conversions, we talk about that all the time. You may or may not be a candidate for that. Hybrid, hybrid life insurance policies. 
the LERP, the, the life insurance retirement plan, there's really only two ways you can save for retirement tax-free, and that's with a Roth account or life insurance. And so when you hear the word life insurance, don't just turn it off in your brain like, ah, I don't want to pay the insurance company premiums and, st- and things like that. I don't need life insurance. No, we can use life insurance as a tax-free retirement tool, and you owe it to yourself to get educated on that. And we're happy to, if you call us, we will educate you. We'll bring you in. We'll get on a Zoom call, whatever it may be, and we'll start talking through this so you can start understanding how these work. But I would love to have somebody out there call me. We work through a plan with them. And by the time they're 72, they have no required minimum distributions. They're not forced to take money out of their IRA. Uh, They might have a really good life insurance plan in place that they can start drawing money off tax-free. It's also an asset protection tool, protects your assets. So a lot of great strategies out there. But um, what, you know, Randy, other than, you know, managing the capital gains taxes and, you know, potentially using Ross, you know, what, what are you seeing in your practice and what are some of the things and ideas that you might have for folks when it comes to managing this potential problem, even with properties, you know, and there's a thing, you know, as an example, like estate planning is huge. We also do estate planning here now at Take Point Wealth. We'll do a complete estate plan for you all in-house a very reduced cost, a fraction of what you would pay an attorney. And we've been doing it for 30 some odd years. So we, you know, we've got some good experience in that. So we feel super excited about it, but we need you to pick up the phone and call us so we can help you out. And it's, and one of the things that we see a lot of times, you know, is is people making the mistake of putting their kids on the deeds too early and they, Mm -hmm. they don't get that step up in cost basis. So what are some other things like, other than Ross, because we know that not everybody qualifies for the Roth, what are some other things that you're doing inside your practice with some of your retirees and higher net worth clients when they call you and say, man, I'm paying too much in taxes, Randy. What do you got for me? Yeah, great question. I want to pivot back real quick at something when you mentioned that we do estate planning. And um, I want to just uh, highlight that for a minute. And you know, we've been doing estate planning with clients for years and years but not, in, not until just now can we actually prepare the documents. So, yeah, when Eric says we do estate planning, we don't mean just come in and we'll get, we, we talk about something and you leave and go figure out how to do it. We'll meet with you, talk to you, put a plan together, and then we memorialize that plan in the estate planning documents to include a, a trust, wills, pour over wills, all the healthcare documents, all that we can now do in house. And so it's a, it's so, you know, you don't, so I, whether it be, whether I read in my, Tax practice, the, the uh, investment practice, you know, so often people come in, have a great meeting, have a plan, and then they walk out of the office and don't execute the plan because they don't know what to do next. So they don't call back and ask for help because they're embarrassed or don't want to. So, um, you know, part of having a good plan, well, it's great to have a good plan, but if you don't know how to execute or don't execute, really is the, you know, you know, well, well, what was the point in that? So that's why we we partnered up with, with a company that could help us not only, you know, they can always execute the plan and make sure that our clients you know, get the service that they want and deserve. Um, you know, there's, you know, talking to clients in terms of uh, ways to save taxes, you know, it's um, one of the, you know, basically the way, the, way, the, way, the way to save taxes is to get your income down, you know, and so that means you're, it's spending money. You know, so if I'm talking to a business client, you know, where we have this discussion, if it's a, if it's a, a business client that has a growing business, and they need more income. They need to spend the money um, to you know, buy equipment, to grow their business, to expand, to invest in in staffing, um, marketing, whatever it is. 
that's going to get a good return. And I'm all, I'm in favor of spending that money you know, to grow the business and make them more, more successful. But there comes a point in time where if your business is mature and, and it's, you're just not in an a, a, a environment or a geographical area to grow anymore, then it becomes a point in time to where you need to start looking at retirement plans. I know that, that we're not, um, that we talk about Roth conversions, you know, and, um, yeah, I think we should be talking about Roth conversions and clients should consider them, but there's also a point in time in your life when you're a higher income earner that you need to be taking a look at re- putting money into retirement plans, you know, to reduce your income when you're in those high, high, I'll say earning years, you know? So here again, this is part of planning, you know, when you do this, how much to put in, what kind of plan to have, it all comes down to planning, coming into meeting with us, letting us take a look, look at your income you know, and seeing what's best for you. So when we talk about putting money into retirement, we want, to, we want you to put money in retirement when you're in your higher income years, you know, to save money when you're in higher tax brackets. And then as you, as you get into retirement or you're right before retirement and your income drops or you go to part-time, you know, that's when you could be looking at doing the Roth, Roth conversions. Or even when you're in retirement, you could be looking at doing Roth, Roth conversions. Um, and I'm not saying you can't do a Roth conversion when you're working. You just want to make sure that you analyze, you know, if I make that Roth conversion while I'm still working, that Roth conversion is going to stack on top of my current income and that Roth conversion income, if you will, can be taxed at a pretty high rate. So here again, it's all part of planning, all coming in. There's no one size fits all to, to a plan. It's everybody's got their own unique set of circumstances but they're going, that they're going through today. They're going to be going through two, five, 10 years from now. So you come in and see us, we can help you plan for all that. So so back to being in business, you know, it, if we're talking to business owners, you know, we, we do advocate, you know, spending money at, and, and at the right time, you know, so, so sometimes if you're having a really good year and you were thinking about making, making a purchase and you, I could do it this year, next year, well, if next year is not going to be near as good, you want to go ahead and make that purchase this year where you're going to be probably in a higher tax bracket because you'll save, you'll save taxes at, at those higher bracket rates. So that's, so that's been, the timing is everything. We, we've heard that expression so many times in our lives. And so you want to make sure that you also time your purchases to get to achieve the most money in, in tax savings as well. Um, you know, so there, there becomes a point in time to where you're, as a business owner, you've maxed out your potential for growth unless you want to expand in other geographical areas or get into other uh, lines of income. So then you get into, you know, really focused on savings. And that's where Eric and I can recommend some really um, different types of retirement plans. You know, some of them are simple. Simple IRAs, you know, and we've got some very aggressive for certain high income earners and very aggressive plans. You could put over a hundred thousand dollars a year in if you're in that, if you're in, if you, if you had the income to do that. Also, there's a lot of factors that come into play in terms of how employees you got, those kind of things. But we've got a lot of different options. We can run some um, scenarios for you to help you pick the best plan. And then, you know, it, when it comes to retirees, you know, as we've talked before, you know, Eric and I like to have, when we get into planning with retirees, we like to have multiple different buckets of income to pull from. You know, we want to pull, pull from some taxable income. You know, so there's some, there's some income that you, you know, your RMDs, you have to take that money out. You know, you may not have to take money out of annuities if you have other income sources coming in. But if we have some, you know, multiple, if we have some money sitting in, in IRAs, we got some money sitting in Roth IRAs, we got some money sitting in the stock market that, that you know has some capital gain exposure, but it may not have that much capital gain exposure. Income, di- income, and in interest. Sorry, dividend and in- interest income, Social Security, giving us you know multiple buckets to work with in retirement. You know we can pull from different buckets throughout the year and 
and basically manage your tax liability while we're doing that. But you can't give us multiple buckets of income to work from if you start when you're 65 or, or 70. You need to start planning the different kinds of buckets we can allocate from long before you get in retirement. That doesn't mean you can't plan in retirement. It just it just it just makes the the results that we re- achieve when you're in retirement. You know, we can we got different buckets to pull pull from that have different tax consequences. We can be much more effective with your tax planning ultimately lowering your taxes and giving you more money to spend in retirement. Yeah, I love it. I love it when um, we do, on occasion, we do get a younger client in their 40s, maybe early 50s, and they come to us and say, hey, you know, I think it's time for me to do some planning. And, and I would say, no matter who's out there listening, I don't care what age you it is, you're at, you've got to start planning now. In fact, we just started, Brandy and I just started planning with a 22-year-old. Uh, yep. we started, we start when a 45 year old guy calls me or a lady calls me, I get excited about that because we have a nice runway. We've got a long runway, but when someone comes in at 60, 65, well, 70, I'm not even gonna say 70, but in that, that runway gets really short and it's hard for us to take off and have a successful takeoff. We, you know, we could, we, we don't have a lot of time, you know, so it's, it makes it that much more challenging and probably not going to be able to get you to your goals as quickly as as we would like, you know, we can try to help minimize it and optimize the best we can, but getting that plan in place at an early age is super, super important. And Randy, one of the things that I know we have, we, we have a lot of listeners that I believe are self-employed. We've got a lot of listeners that own their own businesses, small businesses like myself. I'm a small business owner. You're a small business owner. And years ago, you were very helpful, uh, with me and planning, 